kind of. I feel like I'm we, losing steam. Oh no. Okay. Slap uh, yourself around. Take a okay. deep breath. Okay. 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 Welcome back to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> Let's go. Let's start the show. Let's do it. So anyway, so uh, everybody, so we, welcome back. <laughs> so we learned TikTok stuff and we learned how to cook and uh that's it. That's it. That's Honestly, I have learned a lot of good things on TikTok for food. Mm-hmm. That I still want to try that breakfast stand. That breakfast sandwich. Oh, it is so easy and so good. Oh, I know. I just haven't. I don't know. I have all of the things. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's what I'll just I'm do it tomorrow. My, don't don't make dinner. We're having breakfast oh, yeah. for dinner. Everybody, we're having egg sandwiches. Yeah, do that. You're welcome. Sam That'll will eat fun. it. That'll be it's always really good. good. Right? It's always good when your kid will eat it. Yeah, exactly. That's a win. That's a yeah. win right there. Yeah. Breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. What about your chicken marsala? Oh. That you were but, so proud about. Oh, yeah. I made chicken marsala over the weekend, and Ben said it was the best meal I've ever made. Dude. And I ate it for like three days, and we both ate it for three days, and it was like still good every day. It was so good. It's my friend's <sighs> Nana's recipe, so it's legit. It's legit. If a Nana made it, yeah, and it's it's a from scratch recipe, like that's how oh, you yeah. know. That's that's the true yeah. stamp of homemade comfort right there. It was so good and so easy, surprisingly. But yeah, it, look up chicken marsala, guys. Bit. I'm sure you can find a recipe, but legit. Let's make quarantine Italian. Let's start making, <laughs> let's, uh, let's start really, I don't know. Have you guys been cooking a ton? Cause I feel We've like been this cooking. quarantine, right? Yeah. I don't want to go out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mike will, um, dude, we've done ribs on the smoker twice. Oh my God. They're wow. so good. I mean, normally I have a weird thing with like my meat on the bone. I don't know if that's weird for anybody else. Like mm. if anyone orders like a platter of chicken wings, like I'm not fucking touching them. I oh, won't really? eat that because I don't like, I don't eat the skin and I don't like fucking around with the tendons that you have to mm. eat around. Like I'm yeah. just, the, the texture bothers me so much that I just won't even eat them. Wow. And I've been like that with like, I'll, steaks, pork chop, whatever. I'm, I leave a lot of meat. I leave a lot of food left. Cause like I eat around where it's Whoa. on the boat. I don't know. I'm fucking weird, but, uh, yeah, but oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking don't do that. <laughs> I'm so, going on a tangent about cooking, but like, but we made ribs. But Got it. with the ribs, like they're smoked for so long that they just fall off the bone. I oh, don't nice. have to worry about it. So I yeah. just fucking eat the shit out of them. They're so good. Do you yeah. eat ribs? Some people yeah. don't eat ribs. Yeah. Uh, Vince bakes them in the crock pot. So they do the same thing. Dude, that they sounds good off. too. Yeah. Right? They're really good. Mike's just had the time to do it in between yeah. his, his work emails are slowing down and it gives him something to do, like a project to do nice. during the day. And he loves to cook. Yeah, he does. As you know, and he's yeah. good at it. So yeah, mm-hmm. with that smoker, we did ribs twice. It was delicious. Nice. Yeah, I feel like I've really um, become a real good cook this quarantine. Mm-hmm. I've like expanded <laughs> what I cook. I'm like taking chances. See, that's you know? good. Like, <sighs> it's like you don't realize how much of chances. Like, I meant to say risks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're taking a chance. Well, taking a chance is kind of like the same. Is it? The same thing? I same think difference. my brain just like broke. <laughs> like that girl on TikTok that was like, what am I saying wrong? The dot, the pause, good dot. Oh, the, the tag whales? Was yeah. That one? The tag, what am I saying wrong? And it was like the <laughs> tail wags and she was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so yeah, you need to go get your brain checked. I saw, I saw two of those where they couldn't say yeah. what there they thought girls. they said. There was like a sometimes I cry, but she says so. What did she say? Cry time. So sometimes I cry. What did she say? I don't know. She said something fucking ridiculous, yeah. but she couldn't figure out why it sounded so wrong. That just yeah. threw me into hysterics. Oh my! And then there were two people who were afraid of who got afraid of like their own reflection, like the girl who got afraid of her own feet. And yes, then there's another she's laying one. on the floor. And she's <laughs> so like, you're, you're dumb. She <laughs> legit was so scared. And then there's so the other one where they're trying the freeze frame filter. So like they'll take their picture and then step back to pretend like they're standing in their own hand, but they think that it's somebody behind them. <laughs> oh my God. Those are so there were two scary. of those and they oh literally scared the shit out of themselves. And it was pure joy for me. I thought it was oh so funny. More things on TikTok. You can watch people Guys, scare the shit out of themselves. Seriously, get TikTok. If you haven't just, gotten TikTok and you think you're like above it or like whatever. You're not. Get you're down not. here with the rest of us. Yeah, seriously. It's the best. It's the absolute best platform. I love it so much. It's and because there's there's so much relatable content and then there's so many things that you actually learn yeah, on there. Exactly. There's one, I think there's one account. It's like a dad account. And he tells, and he shows you how to like do everything. Like he yeah. shows you how to like, if your toilet's running, this is what you do to like fix yeah. your toilet. If you have a plumber issue, this is what you do to fix it. Like it's so cute. Oh, it's so I great. It. It's so great guys. It. There's Good like stuff. old people cooking. Like truly there's so much happiness on there. It's not just there really kids is. doing savage doing dances. <laughs> Not everyone's a savage. <laughs> Classic bougie ratchet. Oh my gosh. I can't Carol Baskin, hear that. I feel like people forgot. I just always hear the Carol Baskin version of that song. I know. I, I feel like people forgot it. about her. They're just over it. Oh, I didn't. Like, no. Tiger they, King was three years ago. The, it feels like it. But there's an investigation going on regarding her husband. And like they found some more information mm-hmm. about her. Did they? they? I mean, she got yeah. awarded the fucking zoo. I know. Oh my God. Everybody I love it. on that, was that such zoo. such a bird. Je- What's Ugh. his name? Jeff. Jeff. Uh, wait, but he was opening his own zoo somewhere else. It's not going to work here anymore. Um. Oh, what a sick <laughs> bird. I want to say Jeff oh. Lewis, but I know that's not right. Jeff. Oh God. I'm like, Jeff. What is his name? The guy was such a fucking douchebag. Oh yeah, did you see the meme that Ugh. was like side by side King of the Hill? <laughs> no, of him and his wife. Oh my god, it's no. so good. It's like that young girl that's married to that old man, and she's pregnant. Oh, oh it was Louis. Did you watch King was of it, the Hill? Was it yeah, Louis? Yeah, I think it's Louis. Rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. Oh, that's who played her. Mm-hmm. Aww. I also saw on TikTok that you can get one of those like face bandana masks to look like um, Joe. 
before really? he fixed his yeah tiger king's boyfriend oh before he before he fixed his teeth you can oh my God. you can have your whole bottom half of your face look just That's like him if you really want <laughs> i'm gonna read us a story i'm gonna do something else okay okay you know so, like our job <laughs> yeah exactly Basically. you know what we're here for got it got it okay so I'm ready. i have the story of and i even wrote her name to help myself like phonetically i don't know that i'll say it right <laughs> oh, amy, no. amy terralt terialt how do you spell it T-H-E-R-I-A-U-L-T. But Amy Terralt is what I'm going to say. All right. So we're in St. Francis, Maine. Amy is 29. She works with her sister, Carrie, as a certified nursing assistant at a nursing home. Amy began the process to become one at the age of 16 or 17. She knew what she wanted to do with her life, and she was great at her job. At 16 or 17, I had no fucking clue what I want to do with my life. Still don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's where most of us are, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Amy was a single mom with two kids, but for the first time in her life, she was single. She was lonely and wanting to find love, but it was a super small town that she lived in. So during the years as a kid, she was bullied a lot. Mm. So when it came to dating, she let men take the lead. And also like small town, you know, like she probably was bullied by some of these men. So finding a man was hard because she also like wasn't... so due to the bullying as a child, she wasn't a very confident person mm-hmm. and um, she wasn't the one to make the initial connection with anyone, which honestly, I feel that that shit stays yeah. with you. Like, exactly. Are you kidding? Like, us it, bullied? Ugh, dude, that's a, it just sucks because you don't yeah. ever realize like how, how deep it's going to go or how farther along in your mm-hmm. life it's going to affect you. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like you, you're fine. Like if somebody approaches you, you're like so charismatic and open and cheerful. And like, mm-hmm. you have your reservations about people. You don't get too close too fast, but yeah. like, you're a, you're a great person. You're super kind when you first meet you too. Like you have you so good much. rapport. You're welcome. <laughs> so it's like, you don't, you don't really notice that until it's like, oh, well, if it was well, you to having yeah. to seek somebody else out, it would be yeah. kind of a different story. No, You'd for more sure. Reserved. For sure. When it's like someone approaching me, then it's like, I feel like I have an upper hand in a sense. Right. But yeah, like going out, like that's going out on a limb and I will not hurt myself. Right. But yeah, so Amy is very similar. So mm-hmm. around September, 2012, Amy is trying to get rid of stuff in her home. And like most of us, and especially in 2012, you do that on Facebook, on local groups, or whatever group you choose to sell something on. It's Mm -hmm. convenient, and especially in a small town, it's easy to sell shit to other people you know. But in this case, a stranger named Jesse Marquez, Marquis, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S, Marquez? Marquez. Yeah. Jesse Marquez, who's 39, when she sees Jesse, she is t- taken by him. Ooh. Um, 
she he meets her daughters due to the situation it's a simple exchange of goods for money so her kids are around at the house and he's just coming to pick up this thing that she's selling Mm-hmm. and so he meets her daughters and the kids seem to take to him it was simply just supposed to be a quick exchange but all of a sudden ricky lynn and taylor the two daughters seem to take to him and they start like he's like playing around with them oh yeah and it's like he's like hanging out chit-chatting with her and i mean honestly I, like most people, before I met my boyfriend, I feel like every interaction could have been that love story where it's like, you're sitting on the side of the road. You got a flat tire. All of a sudden, the tow truck comes. Oh, my God. It's a single man. You guys start chatting it up. Okay. Truly, the person that came to save me this morning when I got a flat tire was my boyfriend, but before that happened (laughs) yeah before that happened it could have been a meet cute but yeah when I was like single it was just like every situation was an opportunity to write that story yeah I get it um so Jesse says that he has a son too and they start chatting and never stop chatting they go on a date and he tells her how he had been married before but she was now or he was now divorced he gets his son adam on the weekends and drives the school bus and what are the chances her daughter taylor rides that same school bus Mm. it's a super small town again guys so my thing was maybe the whole interaction started with him hanging out with the girls because he knew taylor and was like hey i'm your bus driver or whatever maybe she was like you're the bus driver and then like they started chatting about that Right. There weren't specifics on that interaction, just mm-hmm. that it occurred. But okay. yeah. So he really drives it home that no, she's really beautiful. So bef- on their date, I don't know, I can't take compliments. So he keeps complimenting her. And throughout the day, he's like, girl, you're beautiful. And she's like, mm, okay, thanks. Like, you know, you do that thing. But yeah. he was like, you're really beautiful. So she's like, this guy is like unlike anything else. I can't take a compliment either. I don't know what to say. I just get like right? my just brain gonna... just goes stupid and I'm just like thanks. Yeah. It's not like a genuine <laughs> but then it's like you're a dick for saying like I know. <laughs> you know? So it's like yeah. I guess what Maybe he, yeah, maybe he, maybe she did say thank you. And like, he just kept at it. And it was just like, okay, I don't know how to say it. Like, thank you. 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 You too. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. I fucking hate that. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. I think it means you're shy. I've read in the comments. <laughs> like, now you're reading in comments? Wow. What the fuck? Yeah, I go in deep. there. I go in there. Sometimes I do if I, like, really like an outfit. I'll be like, I wonder if she posted where it's from. Or, like, oh. shit like this. Yeah. Right? So over else I wanted. <laughs> anyway. But that was so fitting, though, right? That's, that's going to be the new thing. Yeah. oh my god so dumb i hate myself for doing it i hate it (laughs) i hate it's not an audio thing you did nobody knows nobody knows about us okay 
Well, their relationship took off with him loving Oliver and her finally embracing that love. The kids loved Jesse and made Amy feel even better about choosing him as a partner. Jesse seemed like a well-adjusted father and adult, but when he was when he was ever asked about his childhood, he just said he had a tough upbringing, but Amy's parents liked him. So she was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. Sometimes your childhood's just your childhood. And that's that. Maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it. But yeah. sometimes it affects who you are as an adult. And we'll find mm-hmm. out that that is true with him. Okay. So after two months of dating, Jesse moves in with Amy. Real quick. Things are moving super duper fast. They love similar hobbies. So they would hunt and fish and just be outdoors. So while they were out hunting one day, Jesse pulls her aside and says, we need to talk. Now that people no, we're dating. You may hear some rumors about me. And no, they are just rumors. Guys, hmm. that's never They're never just good, rumors. Yeah, it's never a good sign if someone says that. Unless you, like, I feel like that shit would happen in high school, but, like, th- he's 39. Like, you're a fucking adult, obviously. Yeah. That's a red flag. And that's, like, a guilty conscience right there. Like, uh-huh. getting to them before yeah. they before someone else getting gets to you of sort of a thing yeah it's like yep. Hmm. yep so it turns out he was quite the abusive person to his ex-wife oh shit yeah ladies please don't trust rumors are fake when they involve violence do some investigation yourself and in this uh-huh. case our girl amy sent her dad on the hunt oh so, shit yeah good okay but, cool so, and in this town, it was so small. You just Google was your neighbor, like go to your neighbor and they will tell you the facts you need. Right. So he says that he chart, the charges were dropped and she made the stuff up to get a better child, get more child support from him. Okay. Huh. Well, she sent her dad, like I said, and he spoke with the ex-wife's father and he said, oh. as far as, he knew he never beat her daughter, his daughter. Hmm. It's like, hmm. guys, guys, let's not send men to do women's business. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> because also this man did not stand up for his fucking daughter. Right. That's so, true. So that wasn't true. But since it felt like a fact because her dad had spoke to someone he and he also worked with kids so amy was like why would they allow him to be a bus driver and i'm getting intel from people i trust so it just makes me mad so amy just getting she's just putting along with the information she got so you know what she put the pieces together and she felt like you know what they they sound like rumors They don't sound like facts. Everything I'm getting points to rumors. So they continue Mm -hmm. dating because that's what that, that's what it felt like. You go with your gut ladies, right? Right. So Jesse can be very charming, but there were red flags along the way, such as they were at a family barbecue and Jesse had been drinking and he had initially said while when they first started dating that he didn't drink. So red flag number one, but this seems to, Amy is just like, you know what, whatever. So they go to this barbecue and he gets a little too drunk. 
he approaches Amy's sister, Pam, who had just had a baby. And he asks her, why do some people just lose the weight after having the baby? What the hell? Just stay fat. (gasps) He then asks (sighs) Pam's husband to come over. And the husband, being a protective guy, decides to defend his wife like a man should. And then Jesse, after realizing, oh, I fuck, I just crossed his line, starts to apologize to both of them. And Amy does some apologizing for him. And then he, guess what, is no longer welcome at Pam's home. (laughs) Yeah. Amy confessed to her sister that it happens often, but he always apologizes and is so sweet later and he wins her over. Her sister Uh -uh. would ask, how do you know which one is the real Uh Jesse? And that's such a good question to ask someone because it's like, when you're dealing with two different people, like, how do you know which one's the real one then? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right? And Amy would avoid answering because deep down, I think she knew that she was just super just like charmed by him. Mm -hmm. She had never had a man love her so visibly as he seemed to, just so openly. Right. So they eventually get, they eventually get engaged and she had wanted it so badly that she ignored all the red flags. She couldn't wait to post on Facebook. She was just so proud of the ring and wanted to show everyone. Her parents were happy for her, but slightly concerned. So their way of kind of just nudging maybe a slower engagement that way that she could take her time and maybe see the red flags they were seeing Mm -hmm. so during the engagement the drinking got a lot worse jesse would come home wasted and cause a scene in front of the girls and this really bothered amy he would come home and demand dinner or more alcohol and when she would cut him off he would begin to insult her asking how her ass got so big and then show off his body saying how his body is so great and she would be she should be grateful that a man of his status would ever show her any attention oh please right what but that like that's so fucked up to just tell anybody exactly like that is yeah gross what a deck what a deck he's such a monster and the signs of his abusive behavior behavior began to show he would become aggressive she knew then that the rumors were true Mm -hmm. she tried to curb his behavior but it was all just too much and she didn't want that example in front of her girls she was a confident woman who didn't deserve that he built her up in the beginning of the relationship but it was amy who finally built herself up and became a confident enough person to believe she was worth so much more. So -hmm. she tells him she wants him the fuck out. She wants to end things. He then threatens her. Are you sure you want your daughters to be on the bus several days of week with me? What? Basically threatening. Crossing a line right there. Uh Uh-huh. A huge one. Yeah. That's a threat. Yeah. And it's like, he's such a drunk. So it's just like, he's honestly like threatening her being like, I'm going to do something to them. Or it's like, I don't know what his point was there. Like, he's just trying to show that he has the upper hand, even though she's confident in like, he still has access to them. Right. Which is awful. Yes. So her dad comes over to make sure that he leaves when she finally kicks him out. And when he gets there, Jesse is just out 
on the front porch and he hadn't left. So he tells him, get the fuck out. But he Mm -hmm. says he has no place to go. So it's starting to become clear that this guy is starting to show how he made no one in his life. Are you still there? Oh, I thought you froze. (laughs) This guy is starting to show how he had no one in his life besides her. And he was a total fucking loser. Like not even his own father would let him stay with him. That's how you know. Yep. He's, oh, and who knows the kind of whiplash he's given his own family for his behavior. Oh, yeah. For Just sure. Remarkable. Yep. Ugh. So he continued to be the bus driver, and she had to send Taylor on that bus. That's her only choice because she has to work. Oh she was gosh. worried for her daughter's life, but he only used Taylor to try and send messages to Amy. Jesse would send flowers to her work to apologize. And because, again, it's a very small town, everyone knows everyone, people in that small town wanted that marriage and kids for her to work out. Mm -hmm. Slowly, that message started to creep in, asking why she left a good guy. Oh, God. I know. Outside influences (sighs) getting in there. And then the endless texting from him began. And... Finally, one day, she texted back. She wanted to have that happy ending, so she let him back in. Oh, no. She also had a heart condition that if she got stressed or upset, her heart rate would double. So her family was starting to get concerned that all of this, like, drama was exacerbating her heart condition. Mm -hmm. But she kept telling her family that he changed. No. She was feeling better, and they were getting back together, and she was super-duper happy. So her family, of course, the supportive people they are, were like, okay, honey, like, if this is what you want and you're feeling okay, healthy, then okay. So one night while waiting for Jesse to come home, her parents were over and he ends up coming home in her van, driving drunk and crashes her car into the front of her house. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that nuts? yeah like and in front of her parents how fucking embarrassing you're like i swear he's changed and then this happened and then everything you've been hiding from your family just like right there in the front of your house so it's clear absolutely nothing had changed in the time they were apart and she began to want out of the relationship forever and she finally gets the guts to kick him out again and he says he was no he has nowhere to go and no car and she's like i don't care leave so he ends up stealing her van the Uh, only car like she's a single fucking mother it's the only car she has and he just and he also fucking crashed it like just so selfish just no regard for anyone's else no one's well-being or like their struggles like he's just so Mm -hmm. so amy's friend and friends and sister end up finding out where he went and go out to this campsite his friend owns to get the van back because they're like, oh, wow. that's your fucking car. Mm-hmm. Amy goes up to him. They get there and Amy goes up to him and everyone stays back giving her space to talk to him and whatever she says makes him give her the keys immediately. So oh, she's wow. like, done. Like, great. Yeah. So she goes home and she's like, whatever. 
Like, this is done. So Amy's mm-hmm. sister begs her to stay with her because the girls were gone that weekend and she was really worried with Amy being home alone. But Amy reassured her that her friends, Josh and Jamie, were staying at her place that night and she felt like that was enough protection if anything were to happen. And I would mm-hmm. totally feel that way. A man and another woman in the house, like, yeah, I feel safe. Like, if something were to happen, there's witnesses, there's, like, other people to call 911. Like, I'm sure she also thought that yeah. he was crazy, but not, like, crazy to like right harmful yeah even though he crashed his car into her house yeah but he was drunk so it's not like so it's fine right oh no right so amy comes they all come home amy checks all the windows and doors and she was working the next morning so the girls were with the parents that night her parents that night and she set up a nice spot for her friends in the living room and her dad hadn't heard from her so amy by the time he hadn't heard from Amy by the time he went to bed at midnight. So he figured all went well that night and getting with getting the van. So he went to sleep slumberly with the girls in the house safe. Mm-hmm. So it's now May 31st, 2014, the next morning. Amy wakes up early to go to work and she had opened the door, the front door to put the trash out there. So she wouldn't, we've talked about this before. We got to put mm-hmm. our stuff right where we're going to be so that we get it on the way out or whatever. So Amy's yeah. just like that. She puts the trash by the front door so she remembers to grab it on her way out to go to her car. While her friends are cleaning up the living room and sheets and whatnot, they are caught off guard by the front door opening and in barges Jesse. He has a huge hunting knife and he lunges at Josh. Like basically like back off. You like just like lunging at him. In attack mode like a sec the second the door opens. The second he walks in like he's been like angry all night. Jesus, or like building himself up for this moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh exactly. my God. So he makes his way up to Amy's bedroom. Amy is, of course, caught off guard because she's getting ready for work. Amy fought him super hard. And he had, unfortunately, he had his weight over her. He ends up pinning her down and stabbing her several times with a hunting knife. Oh no. While this is also happening, the friends downstairs have called 911. I don't know why no one went up to help her. Maybe like us, we're horrible in a crisis. They froze, but they did call 911. But Amy is laying on the floor after being stabbed, but still alive. And she's just grabbing anything she can around her to stop her bleeding. Oh my God. Yeah. And then as that's happening, he goes under her bed and finds her gun and it wasn't loaded. So then he starts rustling through stuff, trying to find the bullets. So as he's doing that, she's still trying to stop her bleeding. And oh then God. he finally finds the bullets in her drawer. He loads a gun and then shoots and she died instantly. Oh my God. And it's like to use her own fucking weapon against herself. Like she was she probably had it cause she was scared of him right that's terrifying oh god see that's like another like home invasion fear that i have it's like what happens if they end up using your own weapon that you have to protect yourself against you like what then what then what you're just i know that's why it scares me to even have that because that's like usually what happens oh yeah exactly oh (sighs) god that's awful yeah the 911 dispatcher hears the shots and tells them to hide. They froze as people in this situation like do. And Jesse walks out of the home with the gun in his hand. 
Oh so my god. He's like leaving with the gun. I wouldn't and, be fucking with a person with a gun who's like yeah. who just killed somebody in my house. I wouldn't be fucking around either. I'd just be like, bye. The cops can yeah. handle you. Like I'm not about to be a hero. Yeah, no, for sure. So they end up because Amy lives like really far into like the boon. What is it called? The boon. The boonies. The boonies, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the police, it took a while for the police to get there. So Amy's parents went to the home because they lived down the road and the police told them that Jesse had killed her and he had to break the news to the rest of the family. A a manhunt went out for Jesse. He ran for six days. That's how long it took the police to get there that he was able to get a head start. Holy shit. Yeah. Like he was like (laughs) gone. Yeah. Um, so they did a manhunt and they found him in the woods. <laughs> he was arrested and sentenced to life in prison. Her poor children now have no mother, but her family mm. was so supportive of her and her girls that they have a huge support system around them. And now he's just rotting in jail. That's what it. He deserves. Did he get life in prison? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yep. Yeah, there's no tiptoeing around what he did. Like, that was deliberate. He broke into her home, used her own weapon, and then mm-hmm. there's witnesses that saw him leave with said weapon. It's like, all right, you're going down. Yep. Holy hell. That's always so sad when it's just like, somebody's just, they're just looking for love. They just want to be, they just want to fulfill their life goals, their dreams. They want to be loved by somebody. And then... Mm-hmm it's always like a fucking monster. Like, why does that happen? They just want to like seek and destroy. I don't know. Like I had a shitty upbringing, so I'm going to make sure like I take it out on you. Like what is it? So he became the parents that were abusive to him, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It's like the cycle repeated because it's all, you know, Yep. go to therapy. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Everyone needs therapy. Everybody needs it. Everybody. Even if you don't think you need it, you need it. Yeah, you know? Truly. Truly. We've we've all got things that we want to talk about where we don't feel like you're being heard. And I feel like a lot of well, the stress and physical ailments that happen to people because they're holding it all in, it would decrease yeah. because they're getting it yeah. off their chest. And it's a yeah. neutral person. Yeah, but also know? it's like Stuff you wouldn't admit to your friends, you'd admit to a stranger. Well, maybe not a stranger, but yeah. someone you trust in that context. Oh, yeah. Admit absolutely. More stuff. And also, it's like sometimes you have to reflect on yourself and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Gets you're like, okay. Of, yeah. It's a push pull because you, you, really, you find out that it's just like, oh shit, I was the asshole. Yeah. Because some looking people at don't see that. But. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they wind up like this guy. Exactly. Where everyone like else is everyone the asshole. Else, exactly. Uh, oh, such a piece of shit. It was his ex-wife. It was her. Well, oh my gosh. Yeah, if you find her. a lot of people who like, if you have friends that blame other people consistently Ugh. for the bad things that happen to I them, it's like, that. it's like, well, I need to remove you from my life because you're just going to keep yeah, that up. Exactly. You're exactly. Not, it's not something you're going to grow out of. Damn. Samundo. All right. right. That's right. That's right. We're not licensed therapists or we psychologists, sure but uh, we've, we've got our but Go own. find one. Yeah. 
<laughs> we've got our own <laughs> ways of talking it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Rachel, did you want to wrap us out? Oh, with, no. With your favorite. <laughs> Come on. With a good rap. Yeah. I wrote a murder haiku. Okay. Rachel, to- do you want to do a haiku? Yeah, I'd love to, to do a haiku. This episode? <laughs> hey, guys, okay. I, wrote a ha- I wrote a haiku about murder. <laughs> okay. Murdering is bad. Please stop murdering people. The anti-murder squad. Yeah. I feel like you could have made that a rap. Murdering is bad. Please stop murdering people. Anti-murder squad. Whoa. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Her career is about to lift off. It's going to launch. The three people that listen to this podcast are going to tell somebody. And my career is going to take off. Wow. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, write it down so that we remember (laughs) next time we record to to do something else. Okay. To like. Don't forget. (laughs) See us out of the podcast. Yeah. See us out with something. That's going to be our new thing. I like it. Watch we forget. oh man I hope not but this is good it like it's fun yeah. to be put on the spot but it's also terrifying my hands are sweating so thank you for oh, that. shoot you're only performing <laughs> for me you win ding 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 wow that's it Megan Megan All right. you win this round well there once was a girl in in Holland land or yeah something. yeah so on that note <laughs> <laughs> you guys next week for another Holland story. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>